Hello, 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 and welcome to today's broadcast. We are going to be talking about something that I feel is very important and goes along with the lessons and the themes that we've had over previous pod or podcasts or broadcasts related to um, moving into the life that you want to live, putting yourself first, um, and making time for yourself in 2023. Today, we're going to be talking about what thinking positive really means, because I want to illustrate to you something that I didn't understand at first. I thought that um, when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do in my life or what I wanted to change in my life, as long as I was clear about the things that I didn't want, then I would start to move in the direction that I desired. And there's a slight little nuance to the way that I was thinking. So I want to share with you some notes from a client call that I just happened upon when I was, um, you know, thinking of things that I wanted to talk to you about for this week and share with you what thinking positive really means so that you can understand where you may be unintentionally self-sabotaging your progress and your success. When you are in a down and out place, I know that I've been in that place before. For those of you that have followed my journey and my business over, it's been many, many years now. If you followed the journey, then you know that I've been through a lot. And I found that particularly before I started doing the work that I've done on personal mastery, whenever I would be in a situation that I didn't find to be optimal and somebody said to think positive, it would piss me off. And so that probably pisses you off, but I want you to take your feelings out of the equation and calibrate yourself around what objectively thinking positive and having optimism really means. It doesn't mean that you're ignoring what's going on. It doesn't mean that you can't take the time to feel crappy in the moment that you're in right now, but there is a way that you can feel the pain. You can feel the hurt. You can feel whatever it is that you're feeling that you may deem as something that's negative and still be able to be overall in a positive state of mind and be optimistic. So Without further ado, let's get into the um, lesson for today. <clears throat> I forgot. <laughs> Our community is growing and growing and growing, and I'm so happy. So I would love it if there's a couple things. If you're watching this on somewhere like YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, please subscribe or follow or like or share or engage. It really helps to get the word out. What I'm finding is a lot of us are feeling drained and depleted and like we're just taking one step in front of the other just to get by, feeling like we're not thriving. And the information that I'm giving you, if you integrate it and put it into practice, can help you and it can help someone else. It can help spread the mission and the word. So wherever you're watching or listening, please support the information in the channel if you find it helpful. Number two, since we're growing, some of you may not know me. My name is Yashika Lind. I am, well, my last primary career was a nurse by trade. But what I did was I started the Lind Group, and it is a consultancy firm that does two things. We help leaders become better leaders, number one. And we help, and not better leaders by doing all the things, better leaders by really tapping into yourself and marrying your purpose with the things that you do so that you can show up in a way that is optimal to your organization or your business, but also optimal to what's important to you in your personal life. 
And then we also help organizations because we have the knowledge, the expertise, all of the things. Sometimes we go in and we help organizations make their um, operations better as well. So anyway, so let's get started. So I want you to picture where you could be right now. And then I'm going to paint a picture of how, if you were truly thinking positive and more optimistic, how things would be a little more, a bit more different. So you can understand some of the shifts that you need to work on to move out of lack or scarcity, or again, the predominant energy of being more negative or pessimistic versus optimistic and positive. So you Maybe you're thinking scary thoughts about a situation you are in, uh, scary thoughts about the future. If you happen to bombard yourself with media and news, those scary thoughts can be particularly heightened. I've known people that are unable to look at their life objectively and see that things in their life are not as bad as they think because on the whole, there's things that are out of your control going on all over the world that are less than optimal and can be scary. So maybe there are some scary thoughts that you're thinking about a, a situation you're in, a relationship you're in, et cetera. Number two, this is the one that always got me and I'll explain why it's not a good thing, but let me just put it out here first. Number two is you think thoughts about what you don't want and what's wrong. So when I first started to create a better life for myself, my primary attention and focus was on what I don't want and what's wrong so that I can move away from it. Me thinking <clears throat> about what I didn't want to me was thinking about, okay, I don't want to be broke. I don't want a crappy relationship. I don't want A, B, C, D. So that means that I'm moving in a different direction and it's not true. You have to understand how things work in this world and what you focus on, what you put your attention on is what grows. And it's not the fact that you don't want it. It's the fact that even when you say you don't want to be broke, you still have an attention span or, or your attention that's focused on being broke. When you say that you don't want your job to be stressful, it, I know what you mean, right? We know what each other means when we say that, but truly the attention is on the stress. So I had to shift my inner um, emotional intelligence and awareness to think about, and I'll tell you more about that, but I had to think something differently in order to not unintendedly put my intentions and my attention and my focus on the things that were going wrong in my life, even though I thought that I was thinking about the opposite. All right. Then I would, uh, maybe you're doing this, I was doing this, thinking about what's not working. I was big on this. I'm a problem solver. You probably are too, right? So you're thinking about what's not working and how can I fix it? And we, again, we think that by doing that, we are thinking primarily positive because we're thinking about what's wrong. We want to make it better, but I'm going to teach you a different way to think and still not, not bypass what's wrong, but get better results and better solutions that I've been talking to you about. And um, probably you may be thinking in a scarcity mindset and a scarcity mindset can be as simple as, oh, it's on sale. So I better get three of them, even if you don't need them um, versus oh, it's on sale and I really needed this. And so, oh my God, thank you. I'm so excited that it's on sale. I'm going to get it because I really need it. See the difference between scarcity 
an abundance mindset. And it could be something as minute as that, but it could also be like, oh, there's a recession, prices are going up, blah, 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 blah. But there are some good things that come out of certain things in the economy. And so not, again, saying that you need to ignore what things are going on that are less than optimal, but you also need to learn how to shift your awareness so that you are predominantly and primarily someone that is opportunity focused or abundance focused. Okay. This is you. Maybe you have this cycle of mistrust going on. You don't trust the world. You don't trust your job. You don't trust people in your life. Um, you don't trust yourself. This is something that you need to work on. If you think that you got to do everything because there's nobody or no one or no circumstance out here in the whole wide world that you can trust, that's an issue that you need to work on because it's going to be hard for you to create abundance and growth and ease in your life without being able to trust. I already kind of touched on this, but being scared of the future. Um, this is going to be, this is going to touch a, what is it called? Touch a chord? It's going to, it's touch a chord, right? Anyway, this is one that will probably trigger you if you don't understand what I mean by this. And it's thinking that the past matters. This is interesting, right? I preach a lot on making the past the, the, the importance that we place as a culture on the past is not as important to me as I think making a decision about what you want your future to be and living from that decision in that moment. Again, it's not to say that we don't need to examine our past and learn from our past and all the things from the past, but where your focus and your attention flows is where your energy goes. Even if you think you're, you're being impactful, even if you think that you have intentions on looking at the past in order to make things better, you're not always doing what you think you're doing. Sometimes you're unintentionally growing the energy of the negative situations of the past and pulling them into the present instead of creating a new fresh energy around what you can create today in the moment, the only moment that is real. And if you don't understand that, I want you to really sit with that. Um, I'm, I can try to think of an example for you, or if you want me to go more in depth in this subject, I'll just say that. Let me know and I can do that for you. Or some people think that they just got to heal. They got to heal everything about the past, about the journey to where they are now before they can move forward. And that is also not true because what you end up doing while you're trying to just make sure the past is perfect, you understand the past, you're totally healed before you can move forward is you keep spending a lot of your current hours and days and seconds and the the powerful moments of the now focused on the past instead of moving forward. This is a big mistake that uh, a lot of people make. And even by you hearing me say this, you may not even understand what I'm saying. You may disagree with me. But if you understand how creation works, if you understand how things materialize in your life, then it's not always optimal to be um, to think that you have to be totally healed or think that the past matters as much as it does when 
the thing that is the most powerful thing that is going to move you forward, move a situation forward, move even society forward, is if we just stopped the energy that was negative, that was whatever, and decided to create something new, create something new in our own lives, create something new for our society, create something new at large. Think about it. All right. So then let's get into some different thoughts, the more successful thoughts. So you're going to hear these thoughts. And I want you to understand that the positive, more optimistic thoughts are going to be pretty much the opposite of what you may be thinking, even if you think that you're not a negative person. All right. Or, or you know what? Thinking about what, what not. <laughs> okay. I said what's not working. I also want you to think about if you are a person that thinks that things um, will not work, what will go wrong? Because if you're always focused on what will go wrong, why it won't work, and you think that you're being the voice of reason by pulling out all the cons or planning for the worst case scenario, okay, it's important to do that. But you're usually the type of person that doesn't think about the best case scenario or plan for the best case scenario or Spend equal amounts of energy on why things might work, why they will work, why they could work, why they should work. So unless you have this um, equal energy paid attention to both sides of that coin, then I want you to understand that you may be thinking that you're doing yourself and everybody else a favor by pointing out why it won't work and all that. But really, you're not really being in an energy of growth and expansion and um positivity. That's a more contracting energy when you could do it the way that I said and still um, be more expansive and more evolutionary. Okay. So let's get into these successful thoughts. <laughs> All right. Some successful thoughts are instead of scary thoughts, you think better thoughts and actions. Instead of the thoughts about what you don't want to happen, I don't want to be fat anymore. I don't want to be unhealthy anymore. So I'm going to change my life. Think about how you can make better, more successful change in a better, more expansive, loving energy if you thought instead thoughts about what you do want. You could say, I don't want to, I don't want to be fat anymore. Or you could say, I want to be healthier. I want to lose weight. Think about which one is a much more positive statement that puts you toward that positivity and that optimism. And by choosing your words very carefully, because your words materialize the things that you experience in your life, you can either think about being fat or focus attention on fat or use the words that call out the attention to the fact that you're fat, or you can focus that energy, that attention on health, on wellness. There's a difference. You don't want to be a smoker anymore. It's unhealthy. It's totally different than I'm a non-smoker. I'm going to go into this new year as a non-smoker. They're two, two totally different energies, even though outwardly and on the surface, they appear to be communicating the same thing. They're not. And once you can learn the difference between that, um, it's going to change your life. This was probably the number one thing that changed my life. I'll give you another one. Now I'm using examples for myself. Like I've gained, when I gained weight and wanted to be healthy, not the smoking thing, but just getting my health. Um, money, right? Uh, I want to get out of debt. I want to um, 
I don't want to be broke. I, I need to get things that are on sale versus uh, I want to be, I want to create more abundance in my life. Um, I want to see where I can find space in my budget to um, save or, you know, you see how it's different. It's different. Even though you kind of are saying the same thing, the energetics behind the words and the intentions are different. And you can either, when you say, I don't want to be broke, you're focusing on you being broke and how you need to move away from being broke, which makes you being not broke even further away from you than if you said, I want to find more space in my budget so that I can um, create abundance so, so that I can become someone that saves more. So in that situation, you're saying the same thing, but you're focused on abundance. You're focusing on saving more. You're focusing on finding more money in your budget or creating more space in your budget. All right. And so then um, for some of you, you already mentioned, instead of thinking about what's not working and why things won't work, you can think about what is working. What is working? What is working? What could work? How could it work? What would you need a tweak to make things work? That's a solution oriented person. Yes, there are things that can go wrong. And yes, you need to think about the worst case scenario so that you're prepared. But then after that, okay, now what can we do to make this work? What needs to be tweaked so it can work? The con that we found, how can we circumvent the and mitigate the consequences of that so that things can work out a little bit better? Think about that. Here's another one. If you have mistrust of other people, you have mistrust in the world, then you're going to unknowingly, unintentionally find yourself to um, have attention <clears throat> toward things that show you more mistrust in the world versus thinking that the world loves you and it works in your favor. I want you to think about how We've all been here. This um, example is used time and time again, but it works on everything in your life. You want to buy a new car or you just bought a new car and it, you got a red Camry. And now all of a sudden you're driving around and everybody named mama has a red Camry. It's because we have been scientifically hardwired to pay attention to things that <clears throat> are important to our thoughts, our environment, etc. And then we filter out the things that our mind, our psyche, our psychology has deemed unimportant. So if you are thinking that the world is mistrustful, then what's going to happen is that, that part of our brain, that part of our psyche that is hardwired to filter out certain things is going to filter out opportunities where the world loves you and the world works in your favor to let in the things that align with your beliefs or, you know, wherever, what trajectory you're on, which would be filtering in more instances where you're going to find things that support your belief of mistrust and being scared of the future and all of the things. Um, let's see, uh, successful people. Um, instead of thinking the past matters, remember we talked about that and the past matters, but it doesn't matter to the extent that we think think that it does because in each moment is the now and the now is the most powerful um, moment in time. It's the only real moment in time where you can actually create change. And so you can use the moment of now to know when to let go versus holding on. That's also a very powerful lesson that will not only help you in your career, it will help you in your interpersonal relationships. It'll help you in your relationship with yourself. 
Um, and then um, here's some other successful thing. Do you have meaningful goals? A lot of you don't even know what you want. If I was to say, what is it that you want to materialize for 2023? You might tell me, oh, I need to get healthier. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to make big changes. That's not a goal. It's not clarity around what you want. And so what you end up getting time and time again is these vague results toward what it is that you're trying to create in your life. And so for some of you, you really need to sit down and you need to learn what it means to have meaningful goals, have clarity on what it is that you want and stop being so damn vague if you don't want to create these vague, lackluster results in your life year after year after year. All right. So now that I've got that out the way, I'm just going to give you a few more, um, share a few more of the notes with you just because I think that they may be a little bit helpful for you. And then we'll close it out. I have an opportunity for those of you that are listening to what I'm saying and you want more help moving through this process. Okay. So you also need to understand that if you are in a situation that is less than desirable and you really are trying to work on your mindset and you really are trying to shift that just as you go to the gym and you start working out and eating right and doing all the things, the scale is not going to dramatically drop in one day, two day, three days. There is a lag time between the hard work and effort that you put into something that you want to the time that you see results. With that being said, you also need to understand what that what you are experiencing right now in your reality today is not because of the now. It's because of yesterday, the day before, the month before, the year before, all of these things coming together to create what it is that you are in right now. So if you want the future to be better, then you're not going to start making the future better by putting things off until the future date. You need to start with the moment that is now, the only moment that is real, the only moment that you are promised in order to make these micro decisions step by step, have better thoughts, have better actions, think about what you want, think about what's working, think more abundantly in order to then understand that what you are doing now and for the next month and two months and three months is what you are going, you're going to get to, let's say, uh, June. And it's going to be a conglomeration of the trend of what it is that you were thinking and doing and acting on starting now. You need to understand this because people think that because we're our, we are a society of instant gratification, that the things that you are doing right now impact the moment in now. Sometimes they do, but most of the time they don't. Most of the time, the things that you do now impact the future. So knowing that, what can you do today differently in order to impact your future, in order to impact your career, in order to be a better leader, in order to create change on your team, in order to do all of those things. So that's number one. While you are moving through this and you're trying to change, you're going to have things that trigger you. And there's a variety of reasons why this happens. I talk a lot about this in all my videos. So if you don't have anything to do over the holiday, binge, listen to probably the last three to four months of podcasts, broadcasts, all the things, because you're going to understand that while you are making these changes and while the reality that you're experiencing is changing to match these new thoughts as you continue to go day through day, there's going to be reflections that pop up that can let you know if you are more pessimistic or more optimistic in your overall approach to life. 
we tend to want to listen to a motivational video or go to church and get our hit. And then we feel good in a moment. But the problem is we don't know how to hold the energy um, and have the self-awareness and emotional intelligence to not only stay in that energy, but to also bounce back if we're starting to shift into our old mindset and our old habits. And so usually something is going to crop up that tells you that your overall predominant state may not be what is needed to create what it is that you want. So I want you to pay attention to that um, because what you're going to experience reflects your attitude that you form and it's going to keep getting reflected. When you start to see shifts in the way people teach you, um, not teach you, (laughs) um, in the way that people treat you, in the way that your team responds to you. And it can be little micro things at first because you're making these changes that are starting to cause a a butterfly effect in your own reality. Then you know that you're on the right track. So I want you to choose your desired attitude to change. You don't have to um, have something hit you upside the head in order to change. Usually when we do that, the it's because we needed to do something and we refused to do it. And so some in, intervention or divine force had to come in and make us do it. But I want you right now to choose your desire attitude that is needed for you to shift, for you to change, given the, the um, pointers that I've taught you on what is a more negative or more scarcity type of mindset versus a more optimistic, more positive mindset. And last point for this video is in a moment that because, you know, I work with my clients and they a lot of people have a hard time believing that this works because they've tried to do change or or do things so many times in their life and have failed. So they don't trust themselves. They don't trust the process. And then again, we're not taught in our reality that there's a lag time. There's a mirror that reflects to us our predominant attitude and emotions and energy, et cetera. And so when we find that something is not working or that we feel like we can't do it when we think that we should, we think that something is wrong or we can never have it when all that's showing you is that your predominant thoughts are not in alignment with what you want. And so I want you to start to look at things not doing or responding the way you want them to as you being out of alignment with that future desired state that you want. And I want you to not say that it won't work, because if you say it won't work, it won't work. Remember what I told you about the psyche and how we filter in and out based on our beliefs? It won't work. But if you take it as a trigger sign that, hey, I'm out of alignment because I'm not getting the results that I want, what should I be doing to get the desired results I want and do that instead, you're going to notice that things start to get better and better and better for you. So I just thought I would share some of these notes from a real client situation because I find that when I'm working with individual clients, a lot of times they're going through the same things at the same time, even though they you know, live in different areas and have different things going on in their lives. And so maybe this could be helpful for you in order to make a change. Now, the opportunity that I was speaking about that can help you if you want hands-on support in order to make these changes and do the things 
that I'm saying shift your mindset, start to be more optimistic and positive, start to realize the successes that you want to have in your life instead of feeling drained and like you're dragging, like just barely getting through two opportunities. First one, if you um, haven't heard from January to March, I'm doing a new year, new you challenge. It's an eight week group coaching program where I walk you through a specific set of eight lessons on things such as these. So you understand more about the mindset of success, the how to hold the energy, how to move past negativity, like all the things that you need to understand so that you can trust yourself again, stop giving up on yourself, learn how to set meaningful goals and actually go after them and actually see progress in your life instead of just these empty promises you keep making. So if you want information about that, for those of you that are watching, I will put it on the screen, but I will also put this wherever you are watching or listening to this information. Secondarily, there are some of you like me, I don't like, I, I, I'm not going to say I don't like groups. That's not true. Groups are helpful. I've just got out of a group coaching program and it was phenomenal. And I'm currently in a group program. It's phenomenal. But there are some times where I feel extra stuck where I don't want to be in a group. I want hands-on support. I want attention on my problems, helping me get through the things that I'm going through, helping me level up. And I want to get past the issues that I'm dealing with at a much faster, tailored pace. And if that is you, then I do have spots open for one-on-one -on -one coaching. I will also leave information about one-on-one -on -one coaching wherever you are listening or watching this information. All right. I rambled. I talked. This was kind of off the cuff, but um, there was just my intuition just told me to share these notes with you because maybe there's some of you that really need to hear this. And I will see you in or talk to you in the next broadcast. All right. Take care. Bye.